so what's on the agenda today? Um, ideally, I want to go over who I am, how I got into uh, nursing, and then talk about the next steps. But before I do that, I got to take my dogs out. Recorded in San Diego, California, sending good vibes around the world. Welcome to Zen Nurse Life, a place where nurses can let their hair down, clear their minds, and get ready for the next shift. And now, your host, it's Derek. horse you hear is the sound of a German Shepherd who needs to go outside. And that other sound you just heard is a pitbull chihuahua who doesn't want to be bothered by the German Shepherd. So uh, today is my second day of actually recording and I have come to Jesus really quick on how much work this is. I, I had originally planned on doing like a, a show with editing and minimal, minimal editing. And with just intro and outro and I literally burned an entire day for just 10 minutes of uh, final footage. So... I think I'm going to, after reevaluating how much work this is, I think I'm going to make this podcast more of a hybrid between a documentary, journal, and an occasional panel interview on, on subjects nurse-related. So that's that. I'm walking down this trail. right behind my house <clears throat> as I walk my one of my dogs he's a pit bull chihuahua don't ask me how that happened I'm just gonna talk about briefly who I am and uh, how I got into nursing uh, the short story is I had always wanted to be in nursing it just took a detour when I failed out of City College at a Sacramento City College. It's a nice day. And uh, I joined the Navy with all the uh, intention of going into the medical field as a corpsman, but the Navy had other plans because they were overmanned in the, uh, in the medical field. And so I did an entire career of things that weren't necessarily my first choice. But all is good because now I'm retired and I can move on. I'm going to say unfortunately and fortunately 
the time in my the time I spent in the service took its toll and I sustained some some minor injuries and was also diagnosed with PTSD which I'm looking back I was thankful for there's so many so many service members out there that just kind of keep their mouth shut because they don't want to fall into that category of of being broken or they don't want to deal with the social stigma which is unfortunate but that's that's the way that culture is it's if you're not 100% uh, and ready to go then you're really of no use to the team so different world i had a really hard time when i got out because because of all the medication all the psych meds but it all came to an end when i realized that I needed to stop my medication. I think the defining moment for me was uh, when I went to a grocery store and uh, I had bought an entire shopping cart full of food. And then I, once I was done, I drove back home. And then I, I, f I felt weird. I was like, I think I forgot my wallet or my phone. And then I, I realized that I had forgotten my entire shopping cart full of groceries at the store. And so I drove back to the grocery store and uh, I did the walk of shame past all the cash registers as they kind of giggled, smirked. And, you know, from their point of view, I get it. It's a weird thing to, for a customer to do. But honestly, it wasn't my fault. I just, I, I had completely lost touch with reality. And that was the defining moment when I knew I had to uh, make a change. And so that change came from basically within. Um, I had, I don't recommend this, but what I did was I, I stopped all my meds cold turkey. And if you're in the medical field, you know that you don't do that. You taper off your dose over an extended period of time, like weeks. But, you know, at that time I was not educated in anything medical. I was doing random jobs. And so that's what I did. Walking up this hill. And I had all kinds of random jobs. I worked for a nonprofit. I worked in the wholesale apparel industry all good jobs the first one was very fulfilling but it didn't pay well naturally the uh, second job jogger just ran by said hi second job I was actually hired by the executive director of the nonprofit who also had a for-profit company and that's how I got in the wholesale apparel business it was good paying really good paying but essentially he he utilized me in the nonprofit world and uh, basically gave me a regular wage and uh, it was good it was it was really good times fulfilling paid well travel but it just got to the point where i think i haven't i i wasn't able to slow down from the military i was still traveling internationally even, I even went to like Walmart headquarters for meetings. Um, just 
just random, just random things. I mean, I was being utilized on the for-profit side and the non-profit. And uh, I guess there were no boundaries with my time. So that was, that was the issue. And I was trying to live a, a more balanced life. And so I had a mini meltdown and then I had to quit that job, which, which is fine. And so for a while, I, I did the Uber and Lyft thing and also delivered pizzas and it paid the bills. I was always busy, of course, because obviously it doesn't pay enough and it's not consistent. Still trying to live a balanced life. Then I got into the, I started, I started caring again when the medication started clearing up and my mind was able to start thinking clearly. Did a bunch of other jobs, but I started carrying again. And so the the one thing that's unique about having PTSD is it doesn't matter if if you are a combat veteran or if you were in a car accident or if you were raped. I mean, the triggers are different. The stories are different for everyone who who has PTSD. However, what's interesting is the symptoms are the same, and the reaction to that trauma is the same and it's really really interesting because one thing that a lot of PTSD uh, survivors uh, have in common is they they forget the things that they used to enjoy whether that's riding a bike snowboarding playing video games writing painting hanging out with people, laughing, whatever it was that you used to love, you just, you don't do it anymore. It's a personality change. But as the medication slowly left my, my body and my mind, I started caring again. And so I got into uh, dental assisting, which was fine. First step into the medical field. And then I also did simultaneously, I got licensed as a massage therapist, which which it was awesome for me because medically I know exactly why it was awesome for me because the the act of touch it uh, generates oxytocin which which is basically the the happiness chemical that makes your your brain feel happy what was that something in the bush I'm still walking on this trail with my dog right next to a railroad track and so with dentistry I learned about the mouth with uh, massage therapy. I learned about neuromuscular system, neuroskeletal muscular system. And I guess nursing was just the next logical step. All you had to do was add the other systems. You just had to add cardio, pulmonary, uh, integ, GU, GI. So from from someone just standing on the side of the street looking at me, yeah, it, it, it does look like I, I had random jobs, but the truth is, I mean, what was happening was I was self-healing. So I'm still walking my dog in this uh, canyon here in San Diego. It's called Rose Canyon. Really nice day. Sun's not even out yet. It's still overcast. Occasionally, uh, I'll see a jogger run by me. So, full disclosure. Yes, this uh, podcast is called Zen Nurse Life. However, I am not a nurse yet 
I'm currently in uh, LVN school, Licensed Vocational Nursing School. And uh, if you're listening from other states outside of California, uh, I, from what I know, um, California and Texas is the are the only two states that that call it uh, LVN, and the other states in the United States call it uh, LPN. So it's LVN LPN is the same license. So I'm in that school, and I am okay. My dog doesn't want to walk. Okay, we'll go your way, and. I wanted to make this uh, podcast now because I'll be honest. At the beginning of my training, I I didn't think I was going to make it through. Um, it's it's not like any other training where you you learn about what you need to learn and then you get tested on what you learned. This is a really really weird uh, field where they'll teach you one thing and then they'll test you on something a little bit off kilter from what was put out. We got the surf liner. Amtrak train going by and so you know for for a while I was mad I mean even the whole class was mad at the curveballs but when I watch stuff on social media you know I mean if you're a nurse you probably follow uh, Nurse Blake on YouTube or Facebook and you see him joking about everyone's struggles I mean here's this guy who hits the nail on the head with with all the issues that I've been experiencing, that I've been experiencing, I mean, that the whole class has been experiencing, really. So I've just, I've just come to a realization that that's just the way it is. You know, nurses kind of eat their young when it comes to training, and it's toned down, it's toned down, and I think part of that, that whole experience of it toning down is the fact that we're, we're nearing the end. And uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I also understand it, because... In the end, after all this uh, schooling and clinical work is done, each of us individually is going to have to take the NCLEX, and that whole test is nothing but curveballs. So, so I get it. I, I fully understand the reason for just the incongruencies between the training and how we're tested. And you just have to, the training and the knowledge, it's only going to take you so far. At some point, that hand-holding is just going to stop, and you just got to, you just got to be able to find your own way, and, and that's how it is with really any licensing test. Um, and the massage, and bodywork licensing examination was the same. A lot of people did not pass that, at least uh, from my experience, which I think is no longer required now. In uh, 2019, um, there was just too many people not passing because the uh, massage therapists that were teaching the students were never required to take the emblex, and here they were teaching a bunch of students to pass the emblex, which they never took, which is not anyone's fault. But I get it, you know, with with any licensing examination, it's going to be the the uh, tricky analysis type questions and and that's what they were trying to do with massage and uh, bodywork licensing examination they were trying to bring the massage therapy world onto the same level and i just think while it's a good idea for massage therapists to be able to move in and out of states 
and not have to get recertified or relicensed. Um, I think they just didn't really transition the uh, field, the industry uh, well. But I, but I hold a, I still hold the massage therapy license, and I think it's definitely been applicable in the uh, nursing field. Uh, not so much from the patient world because most of the patients that uh, nurses are taking care of are very sick and very, they're bed bound. You know, they're not someone healthy who you're folding into a pretzel on the table. But it's been helpful just because I know that I, I'm pretty sure I can find a way to connect uh, massage therapy with nursing. I think, I think my future, if I do the private clients, I think I have a feeling that a lot of my clients will be nurses because I'm, I'll be surrounded by people who are in pain as well from standing all day. So now that my mind is clear and I'm at the tail end of my training, this podcast really is, it's the right time to do it. I wanted to document for those of you who are thinking about going into nursing, what this whole journey has been like. In addition, I wanted to document you know, how it's like searching for a job and all the different choices out there because I don't see too much of that. Most of the nursing material I see online is basically educational and uh, talks about uh, different concepts to help students out. And I'm, I'm not trying to replicate that because there's a lot more people out there more qualified than me to do that. And I also wanted to just explore what the other options are with perhaps continuing. I mean, I really don't know. I really don't know where I'm going. I mean, I like to say that I would like to continue on with RN, but I got to make the math. The math, the math has to work for me. And I've thought long and hard about whether or not I wanted to have explicit language in this podcast. And I I think, to be honest with you guys, there will be some F-bombs in the future. And if you're you know, if you're an, if you're already a nurse and shaking your head, going, ah, oh, you should really watch your mouth. I think, you know, I'm okay with that. You know, I use that language, and I think if I meet people and they expect me to to talk in a, a censored way, I think they would be really disappointed if they met me in real per, in real life. Um, and besides, you know, if if Ken Jeong, the uh, that Korean dude from Hangover. Who is a medical doctor, a licensed medical doctor, can drop F-bombs on stage, then, then I can too. Alright, so what can you expect in the future? Well, like I said earlier, I think this is going to be a combination of uh, just a journal and documentation. And I think I'm going to mix in some panel, panel interviews as we go. I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm not looking for perfection. I had originally thought of myself as a podcaster with all the fancy toys and whatnot and I bought a few items but even with the with the uh with the fancy gear it's still hard to get things perfect I mean hats off to those guys that make their videos so smooth and clean but I've just told myself I'm gonna grab a mic and a headphones and just walk around like I'm doing right now and uh you're gonna hear background noise you're gonna hear airplanes flying over and uh you're gonna hear my dogs but I'm hoping you can look past all that and just just listen to the story. Anyways, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Zen Nurse Life with Derek. 
Zen Nurse Life is the place where nurses can let their hair down, clear their minds, and get ready for the next shift. If you like this episode, subscribe to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Search Zen Nurse Life.